Welcome to the Cheapskate Show. This podcast has one goal and one goal only, to help you save money. And today, we're taking that promise literally, because we're going to show you how to put cash back into your pocket just about every time you shop. No joke. Plus, we've got a fantastic free tool for finding free books to read and an in-depth look at T-Mobile's surprisingly affordable new family plan. I'm Rick Broida, CNET Senior Commerce Editor, but better known as The Cheapskate. And joining me, as always, is the Carl Reiner to my Mel Brooks, Dave Johnson. Dave, I'm sorry to hear of your passing recently. Just call me Meathead. <laughs> no, no, that's Rob Reiner. Doe! <laughs> <laughs> You turned my touching tribute into a disrespectful joke. Actually, I was very saddened to hear of the passing. I, I was too, and in fact, um, I mean, funny, not, well, it's kind of funny, but like, when I mentioned that to my kids, they, they said, you mean the guy from Ocean's Eleven died? Oh, no. Because <laughs> that's, the, that's the only way they know Carl Reiner. Oh, uh, wow. In, in was, what, so let me ask, what was your first experience with Carl Reiner? Um, you know, that's a really good question. I don't think I ever really watched the Dick Van Dyke show because I'm not as insanely, I'm not a 2000 year old man. Well, like you are. I, I will say that that was my first experience with Carl Reiner, but of course I didn't watch it live. I saw it in reruns. <laughs> Actually, I think, um, I mean, Carl Reiner had a very brief but memorable part in the movie, The Jerk. Remember with Steve oh, Martin? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about a guy who who could ring laughs just out of being cross-eyed <laughs> for two seconds on screen. <laughs> I remember just howling with laughter at that, even yeah, though there's that, nothing that funny about that. That was a, a comic genius. There are just a handful of people like him that I think we will never see again. For sure. So, Dave, today I want to talk about one of my all-time favorite money-saving tips, which is cashback services. And as regular readers of the Cheapskate blog know, I am a huge fan. I have been writing about cashback services and talking about cashback services for as long as I can remember. So let's just quickly identify what we're talking about when we talk about a cashback service. I think most people are familiar with uh, credit cards that pay you cashback. Uh, in fact, I think most of them do nowadays. And it, it varies from one card to another, but in general, you know, you might get 1% back on everyday purchases and maybe 2% back on groceries and maybe 3% back on gas, you know, things like that. So that's the kind of core concept of this. And, you know, 1%, 2%, it's not a lot, but it adds up over time. And so by the time you get your credit card statement at the end of the month and you've saved, you know, 1% here and 2% there over, you know, hundreds or even thousands of dollars or whatever – it works out to a chunk of change. And, you know, it's kind of free money in a way. And so a cashback service is kind of the same thing, only it's you access it through a third-party service. In other words, it has nothing to do with your credit card. So let's dive into, like, kind of how you use these things and what you can expect and whether – and let's answer the big question because – I think most people are very suspicious of these kinds of services at first. Like, so this company is going to give me back 4% when I shop online at JCPenney? It kind of sounds like a scam, don't you think? It does sound like a scam. But what you're not seeing is the fact that they're actually getting a cut of the overall sale, and they're just kicking a portion of that back to you. Exactly. You, you That's exactly how these things work. And in fact, 
you know, when people ask me like, well, how do these companies make money? Like what's, what's in it for them? That's exactly right because they are steering you to, uh, you know, a particular store. They're getting a little bit of a commission for doing that and they're giving part of that commission to you. Yeah, but the joke's on them because I was going to buy those shoes anyway. <laughs> so, but the, so the fact that I'm going through a particular cashback service, it's like they didn't really do anything. It's just I happen to choose them so they get the commission. Well, you know, the the joke's on you, Dave, if you don't use the cashback service because you're literally <laughs> leaving money on the table. So let's just quickly walk through how this is going to work. And let, I'm going to use one particular service as our example for this. And that service is called Rakuten. And let me just be the first to say, that's a terrible name Rakuten? for a company. I, I don't and know I, how to pronounce it. I always mispronounce this. Yeah, it's. Uh, we'll, we'll have the link uh, and everything in the show notes, but it's called Rakuten. It looks like it might be pronounced Rakuten or something like that. And I believe, and I'm sorry for being, if I'm being insensitive here, I believe it's a, it's a, might be a Chinese word uh, that has special meaning and that's why the company has chosen that name. But the thing is, it used to be called Ebates. Until last year, this service was called Ebates, which is a genius name. It makes a ton of sense. It rhymes with rebates, which is kind of like what you're getting. Rebates, Ebates, great. But then they decided to change the name to Rakuten, which also happens to be the name of an online store that sells things and has nothing to do with cashback. And it's just super confusing now and hard to pronounce. And I want them to go back to calling it Ebates, but they won't, Dave, and I'm very mad. <laughs> so for Rakuten, it works more or less the same way as a lot of these services, right? Yes. And so that's why it's going to be our example. So Dave, give me an example of something you're looking to buy online. Okay. Let's say I need to get a new pair of running shoes. Perfect. So you're looking for running shoes and maybe you are a fan of a particular... New Balance. New Balance. Okay. So normally what you might do is go to the New Balance store and you pick the shoes that you'd like and you check out and done. When you're using a cashback service, you're just basically adding one step to that process. Instead of going directly to newbalance.com or wherever, you're going to go to racketon.com. You're going to search for New Balance and then you're going to click through from Rakuten to New Balance, and then you're going to shop like you normally would. So you're basically just kind of taking a little quick detour before you hit that store, and then you buy your shoes, you check out, and that is the whole process. It, That's it. It sounds good, but how am I going to honestly, and this is kind of a serious question, how am I going to remember to do that? I, I sign up for all kinds of services that a day later I forget I even signed up for. So I'm going to buy those shoes I'm not going to remember to go to to Rakuten first and before I go over to New Balance. Well, <laughs> Dave, learn. <laughs> Set a, put a post-it note by your computer. Oh, or I was really hoping that there was going to be a, a better process than just learn. <laughs> well, once you get in the habit of doing this, it's very easy. But if you're if you have difficulty remembering this, there is a browser plugin that you can get. In fact, Rakuten offers one and several of the other services do as well that will pop up an alert for you. When you get to newbalance.com, it will pop up an alert and say you can get 3% back. Click this button and boom, you actually don't have to make that detour to the Rakuten site or to whatever the cashback site is. You just install that plugin, you click the button when it pops up, and that's the whole thing. So it actually okay. makes it much easier, and then you don't have something that you have to remember. All right, so let me poke some more holes in this for you. 
So okay. I'm assuming that I need to remember to turn off ad blockers on my browser or this may not work. That's actually a really great point. Uh, yes, ad blockers can interfere with using a cashback service just because of the mechanics of that service. In other words, in other words, how it keeps track of what you have purchased and is therefore able to give you your cash back. And this actually kind of leads to the next question, which is, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, you're telling me that I have to tell Rakuten what I'm buying and where I'm buying it and how much I'm spending on it, Dave. Well, you don't like I that, do you? never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's there's privacy concerns, right? Are, are there the, privacy concerns? Are you concerned about the privacy? I'm going to say privacy again. <laughs> what are the concerns? Tell me about the concerns. <laughs> uh, yes, and again, peop, it's natural to be suspicious about these services because, okay, they're, they're tracking my whereabouts on the web, Dave. Ah. Well, guess what? Everybody is tracking your whereabouts Everybody's on the web. Everybody's tracking the your whereabouts. The only person that doesn't know my whereabouts on the web is my mom. <laughs> and, that's, and that's only because you unfriended her on Facebook, which is really mean. So let's just take a beat here and talk about, yes, these services necessarily are tracking what you're buying and where you're buying it. That's how they're able to know, hey, Dave's just spent $100 at New Balance. We have to pay him 3% cash back. Okay, It does this by using cookies, which every single thing in the whole wide web uses, Yes, these cashback services also collect data. That's how they're able to make money. I mean, they make a commission, they aggregate data. But call me naive, Dave. I say, so what? Okay, I don't care. I'm I kind of care. in the same boat as you, Rick. I know there are people that consider privacy to be problem number one. But for me, I just don't care that much. Yeah, every time you do a Google search, every time you're on Facebook, every time you're on Twitter, every time you buy something from Amazon. There is so much data being collected about you. And really, it's not for nefarious purposes. It's because these companies want to sell you more stuff. Yeah, the, I think the bottom line is, if you're the kind of person who uses DuckDuckGo exclusively as your web browser, maybe a <laughs> cashback service is not for you. But for everybody else, what's the difference? And we should just explain, what DuckDuckGo is a, a browser that promises to protect your privacy, okay? Right. And, you know, kind of keep you free and clear from all that data gathering. Again, yeah, this is, you know, this is all optional. I mean, you can do this or not. I just think that not using a cashback service is leaving money on the table. So can I ask you another question? Please do. Back to the hypothetical scenario of Dave buying running shoes. I really do buy 99% of my stuff through Amazon. And my impression is most of these cashback services don't really have any affiliate deals with Amazon. So you're kind of on your own. Am I right? Am I wrong? It seems like there's almost no point if I do most of my shopping in Amazon. Well, okay. So there's a multi-pronged answer to your question. The short version is, yes, there is cashback available from Amazon through some of the cashback services Sometimes. Okay. So actually the cashback amount that you get can kind of vary from time to time and from service to service. Right now, as we're recording this, Rakuten, to use our previous example, is not currently offering any cashback for Amazon purchases at all. However, in the past, they have. And usually it's pretty low. Okay. Usually it's, it's 1%. But sometimes they will run these like double cashback specials, which might bump it up to 2%. And very often what you'll see is they'll have a higher cashback rate 
for certain things at Amazon. So if you're buying clothes, for example, or if you're buying like Amazon devices like a fire tablet or an echo show or something like that this amazon branded stuff sometimes you might see be looking at like a five percent cashback rate on those particular items that's so, not bad if you add on the two percent or whatever that i'm already getting with my cashback credit card now you're talking real money exactly exactly and in fact i'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people think well if i'm getting cash back from this service that means i won't be getting cash back from my credit card right no, the two are completely independent. You're basically double dipping here. You're going to get whatever your ca your cashback credit card pays you, 1%, 2%, whatever it is, plus whatever you get from the cashback service. The two are not in any way related and one does not negate the other. So yes, you you double dip. Sometimes you can even triple dip, Dave, because if you're able to find like a coupon code for something and get a discount, you still get all your cash back from, from both places. So I love the triple dip. If I can get a triple dip, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Chocolate ice cream with the, the hard chocolate shell on top and sprinkles. <laughs> so this is a good point to mention another cashback service that I like and that I have used over the years, and that is called Top Cashback. And right now, again, as we are recording, they are offering 8% cashback on Amazon devices, 7% on Amazon's home security stuff. And if you do not, are not currently an Amazon Prime subscriber, you can get a $15 cashback, like a, a flat chunk of money through Top Cashback when you sign up for Prime. So you're thinking, oh, Prime is kind of expensive. It's 119 bucks. Well, here's $15 back just for going through top cashback. So that's real money. All of this is contained in an article you've done on CNET, right? And we'll link to that. There's one other I wanted to mention. There's there's Dosh, which works a little differently, right? Because instead of, oh, I have to go to Dosh and then I go to the site that I'm buying the product from, you're simply linking your credit card to it. And so it doesn't matter. You don't have to remember you have Dosh. Every time you make a purchase that that works with it, you just get the cash back, right? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Dosh, especially because they have cash back deals with a lot of local businesses and especially restaurants. And it's all app based as well, which is a little different than how most of the other cashback services work. When you sign up for Dosh within the app and then you can kind of look to see locally like what restaurants participate. What I love about that is sometimes I'll just forget about it. Like I've linked my credit card and then I'll sort of forget that Dosh exists. And then I'll get a notification after I've like done carry out from some restaurant. Hey, you just got $2.12 back from such and such. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that was there. And hey, that's a little bit of extra change back. Right. And the reason that I wanted to mention Dosh is because it's very similar to another service that I actually do use, which you didn't write about. What is it? Mogul. M-O-G-L. I don't even know this one. Tell oh, me about write it. Write this one down, buddy. Mogul is an app you can get for iOS and Android. You link up your credit cards to it, and it works like Dosh in that it works with a lot of local businesses, stores and restaurants. And yeah, you go, you buy something, and then you get immediate you know, cash back in your account. And then when you get enough in the account, then they cash you back out and you get the money back to your credit card. Yeah, sounds very similar. I've used Mogul 
literally for years, years and years. So I think it's much older than Dosh, I'm guessing. So Dave, one big question that people also have is, is when and how do I get this cash? Like, does it go back on my credit card or does it come as a check in the mail or whatever? Um, how, how does mogul work? After you accrue a certain amount of money, then they cash you back. So it's not like quarterly or monthly or something. It's like when you hit a certain dollar value. Okay. So just as an FYI, and again, this kind of varies between services, Rakuten pays out quarterly. So every 90 days, you're going to get your payment in whatever format you choose. So you can get it back through PayPal. They can actually send a check in the mail to you, if you rather. You can get it in the form of like an Amazon gift card. And in fact, I think they'll pay you a little extra if you choose the gift card option than if you just take straight cash. Can you choose the option where they drive to your house and hand you a giant novelty check like you won a sweepstake? <laughs> that would be cool, wouldn't it? It really would. Every <laughs> quarter, they come and bring you a giant check. Or, as you well know, I would be just as happy if I could get the cash back in, in the form of cookies or donuts. <laughs> donuts, yeah. We've just kind of scratched the surface, but I'll, I'll just say again, and I've said this so many times, if you're not using a cashback service, you're, you're really kind of leaving money on the table. It's crazy not to. Even if you just get 1% at Amazon on everything you buy, it adds up over time. And especially over the course of 90 days, you might be surprised to find that at the end of those 90 days, you're getting 50 bucks back. You're getting 75 bucks back. It's free money. So if you haven't tried one of these services, folks, give it a try. Give it some time. Get used to using it for everything that you buy online. And after 90 days, I will be expecting a thank you note. So, Rick, have you read any good books lately? I have, actually, Dave. I just finished rereading one of my all-time favorites. Oh, God. I know exactly what book you're going to say. What? Am I so predictable? City of Thieves, right? I mean, it's, it's I think it's the only book you've ever read. You talk about <laughs> it all the time. Well, that's not the book I was going to mention. But since you brought it up, yes, uh, City of Thieves by David Benioff, who happened to co-write a little show called Game of Thrones, is a great, great read. In fact, it's the book I recommend for guys who don't read. It's just, it's, you read it, right? Yeah, I, I did. You, you it? gave it to me as a gift and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, it's such a great read. But the one I just finished is The Good Earth by Pearl S. Buck. I read it first in school and it is become one of my all-time favorite books, and I read it again every few years, and I just finished it. Dave, what have you been reading lately? Well, I just finished Recursion by Blake Crouch, which I believe is a book you had recommended to me, yes. which I thought was excellent. If you like sci-fi, it's a really, really good read. Yeah. But... The book I'm in the middle of right now, which I highly recommend to literally everyone alive, is The Skeptic's Guide to the Universe. And it's written by the team of folks who do the Skeptic's Guide to the Universe podcast. And it's all, it's a book about science and skepticism and how to tell when something is just pseudoscience or woo from stuff that's real. So Dave, let's go back to recursion for a second. How, how did you obtain that book? The same way I get all my books, uh, through Amazon. Okay. So would it interest you to know, Dave, that you can actually get Recursion from your library for free? That would interest me, except A, I don't leave the house, and <laughs> B, I haven't been to a library since I was in high school. All right, so that was my flimsy way of introducing um, a tool that I find to be super useful 
and great for people who want to read without spending any money. And uh, believe me, please support authors. They desperately need your money. But these are belt-tightening times we live in. So if you want to read Recursion for yourself and you're wondering, hey, I wonder if this book is available to either check out from my library or if I can get the ebook from one of the various sources that let me check out an ebook for free, there is a great tool for your browser that you must, must have. And it is called, quite simply, Library Extension. And we will put, of course, the link to that in the show notes. But here's what Library Extension does. Say you go to Amazon. You look up the book Recursion, a novel by Blake Crouch. Then... You want to know, hey, I wonder if this book is in stock at my local library or if I can check it out using Hoopla or Overdrive or any of the other ebook services. So Library Extension immediately pops up a little window that tells you the book's availability at your library or from one of these services. It just saves you tons of time hopping around to different websites to so see if that book is available. Do you have to already have a library card with your local library? How does that work? You do. So you need to basically sign into your existing library account or sign into your existing Hoopla account or OverDrive account or whatever you have for your library. But once you've signed in, you know at a glance if you can get that book and where you can get it and how you can get it. And it's just so incredibly useful. All right, I have another dumb question for you because I've never used this service. It sounds really intriguing, but I have to say I love reading in the Kindle Reader, which is one of the reasons I you know, get my books through Amazon is I like having a single reader and Kindle works well on my iPad. I don't have a Kindle. But nonetheless, that's a, <laughs> I digress. My question is, if I were to get a book through the library using this plugin, is it also in the Kindle or do I need a special reader? How does that work? That has nothing to do with the plugin. It's just basically telling you where it's available and in what format. So I'll use Hoopla as an example. Um, I'm not sure if we've mentioned Hoopla on this show before, but Hoopla is a popular service with a lot of libraries that lets you check out not only ebooks, but also audiobooks and movies and just a whole bunch of other stuff. Hoopla uses its own reader. So you need the Hoopla app on your phone or your tablet or whatever. And I'll be the first to admit, it's not great. It is not a great e-reader app. But if you use OverDrive, which has actually kind of morphed into a service called Libby, you can either use their app or you can get the Kindle version of the book in question. So you can, in fact, funnel that to your Kindle app and read it that way. That sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> it's less work than it sounds. I heard uh, a Hoopla. I heard a Libby. I heard a OverDrive. I heard funneling. So <laughs> So again, in the show notes, we'll, we'll link to a post that I wrote a while back about how to get free ebooks. And he kind of walks through these different methods and how you get set up with them. So yeah, you might have to jump through a hoop or two, but once that's all done and everything's all set up, it's very simple. So I'm glad you mentioned Recursion because that is also just a great, great book. But The Good Earth and City of Thieves are two others that I just cannot recommend highly enough. They're just great, great, engrossing stories, especially if you're one that doesn't like to read normally, doesn't read fiction for pleasure. Please check out these books. They are just great, and this tool will help you to easily see if they're available from your library. So 
So, Dave, this week, let's bypass our usual listener question segment because I want to talk about something that was in the news this past week because it's related to something we've talked about on the show before, and that's cheap phone service. Refresh my memory, if you would. Are you on any kind of family plan right now? I am. I'm on an AT&T plan that gives me four lines for $40 each. Uh, once again, allow me to offer to save you some money. because Please do. What do you got? If, if I'm doing math correctly, that's $160 per month, which is. is kind of a lot. I thought I was actually doing pretty well. Well, you were doing pretty well for 2012. Okay. <laughs> it's 2020 now. <laughs> So the plan that I had talked about or we had talked about uh, weeks back was from Visible, which would actually get you four lines for 100 bucks on Verizon's network. That remains a great plan. But I want to mention that there's kind of a newcomer in the four lines for $100 category, and that is, surprisingly, T-Mobile. So about a week or two ago, they introduced a new plan, which is, again, aimed at families, and it's four lines $25 per line, and it's on their 5G network. And as you know, T-Mobile just recently completed its merger with Sprint, and they're kind of in the process of sort of rolling out what the new T-Mobile looks like. But the upshot of the plan is it's four 5G lines for $100. And even if you don't have a 5G phone yet, you probably will at some point in the not-too-distant future. And you just, it's just as a side, I want to point out that 5G does not cause coronavirus, just in case you're <laughs> curious. No, thank you very much for mentioning that, because that's something we need to remind people from time to time. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing linking 5G to any of the ills of the world. So T-Mobile's plan is fully unlimited. So it's unlimited talk, it's unlimited texting and it's unlimited data. But it also includes a few really nifty perks, including international texting, which may not sound like a big deal right now because we're not allowed to go anywhere. <laughs> I'm laughing through tears right now. But hopefully at some point in the not too distant future, we'll be able to travel again. And then you'll be able to do texting while traveling, which is really kind of important. The plan also includes T-Mobile's new scam shield thing, which is to help block robocalls. Which, oh, good Lord. Um, I need that so much. Yeah, same, same. Uh, the robocall situation has gotten insane. And, Dave, because I'm a sucker for, for free things, I've always kind of longed for T-Mobile Tuesdays, which is where, like, every Tuesday you get some new freebie or discount or whatever, and, like, sometimes it's a free donut. And I think their latest thing was they were giving you a free subscription to MLB.com, like Major League Baseball. So if you're missing baseball and want to watch baseball, what's left of it? You can do that for free. I guess that's good. I, I'm not a sports ball person, but for people that are, great. I don't really follow pro sports all that much, but lately I have been like sorely missing watching baseball or basketball or anything. Like it's because I can't have it. Now I want it. <laughs> so, and I think like, I think that well, you MLB... had me at $25 a line. I, I don't yeah. need you to give me some guy throwing a ball around on a field. Well, and here's one other little kind of side perk, uh, if you want to call it that, is that you can get service for your Apple Watch. You know, you're already on AT&T, so you can. But a lot of the cheapy carriers like Cricket and Visible and all of the others, you cannot get service for your Apple Watch if you want to have it. But with T-Mobile, you can. So I'm kind of excited about that. So I've been I've been thinking very, very seriously about switching. And I actually 
I put this out to readers about a week or so ago. What's been your experience with T-Mobile? Because I wanted to know, are you happy with it? Is the coverage good? Do you like the freebie perks and whatever? And there are well over 100 comments on this post. And I would say overwhelmingly, people have said that they like T-Mobile, they're happy with T-Mobile, and that they do not regret switching to T-Mobile. So if you yourself are looking for an affordable family plan and you want it something that's kind of future-proof, meaning it has 5G, you may want to check out T-Mobile's new four lines for a $100 plan. I'll hold out until I can get a plan that includes 6G. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that'll just be like probably in a month or two. So thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll be back next week with more deals and more money-saving advice. In the meantime... You can find daily deals by visiting cnet.com slash cheapskate and following us on Twitter at Cheapskate Blog or Facebook at Cheapskate Rick. And of course, don't forget to send us your comments. Shoot us an email at cheapskateshow at cbsinteractive.com. And until next time, please, please, everyone, be kind to each other, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay cheap. <laughs>